Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Alright, what is up, people? You know that sound. The Unfiltered Band meets, yes, another episode of Unfiltered coming your way. A live edition, impromptu, surprise, surprise, on a Saturday morning here on the East Coast. It'll officially go down as episode 155. Whether you're on Apple, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast, live on Twitter, or my YouTube channel, which you can get in the bio. Where, as always, you jump on board the Unfiltered Revolution at Casey Stern on Twitter. And thank you to the Unfiltered Band, and thank you to... All of you, this is an impromptu episode. I do not cover and have never covered the UFC. But as I've talked about for years, and anybody who knows me knows, and I've said on the air plenty of times over the years, and certainly more recently opening up about it on my podcast, I am a freakish level diehard for MMA. Soak it up. Live it up. I mean, you know. I would say probably at least half the podcasts that I listen to, the things I watch on YouTube, uh, all coverage of, of the, I love mixed martial arts. And I've been all over it since before Tough One. So when news comes out that combines the way I kind of really got drilled into it with the Ultimate Fighter in season one, of course, culminating in now the late, that's so unfortunate to say, Stephen Bonner and Forrest Griffin with that great fight. And to sit there, you know, what, 30 seasons later, season 31 upon us, to sit there and hear the news this morning pop out just about 45 minutes ago as we do this here live, that Conor McGregor is back, that Conor McGregor is going to coach the Ultimate Fighter, that Conor McGregor and Michael Chandler, hello fireworks, are coaching the Ultimate Fighter, that it's going to be not only on ESPN+, Plus but also on ESPN, that there will be a fight afterwards on pay-per-view at a location to be determined at some point, according to Dana White and his live announcement or whatever it was, or they're taped live about 45 minutes ago on social media. Conor McGregor is different. I, I covered baseball for 20 years, covered basketball for several years, did three Super Bowls, love the sport of hockey. It's my favorite. There are certain guys that are just, you know, beyond athletes and what they do in their game, how good they are at quarterback, how many goals they score on the ice, how many points they score in the NBA. There are guys that just have that, what now would be termed to be viral, but just that little bit extra, that it factor, as we used to call it in the old days, for people as I am in my mid-40s, now old, if you're like me, know that it factor. And Conor McGregor, all about that it factor, and this sport, and sports in general, are better when he's in it. I'm not for and with everything that he's done off, uh, as we say, the field, the court, the ice, in this case, outside the octagon. And we're all aware of some of the allegations, some of the other things going on actually recently. But Conor McGregor, when he is in this sport, even if he's not the fighter that he used to be and he's not, even if he's not going to be the title holder again, which I don't know that he is ever going to do that, he's going to have the title of being the biggest draw because he's the biggest star this sport has ever had, not just the UFC, mixed martial arts. No offense to Fedor Emelianenko, whose uh, career will end tonight. No offense to John Jones, who's coming back against the real gun at heavyweight here in just a few weeks. The biggest 
star this sport has ever had. And if you love and are into mixed martial arts, you love and are into love to hate or love to love Conor McGregor. And a lot of people love this sport because of Conor McGregor. A lot of you have also bet on Conor McGregor. I bring that up because we, as always, let's get this in. Presented by our good friends at Ben Online. Maybe your number one source for your sports betting needs this season, whether it be the UFC or everything else you might need from the upcoming Super Bowl, pro and college basketball, any kind of MMA, including tonight's events, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Ben Online. Live betting options, free contests, and live scores for us any sport, any game imaginable. Ben Online literally is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports leagues and events. Head over to the website today, use your mobile to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit, make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. It's betonline.ag where the game starts. Let's go ahead and get into this. Look, Michael Chandler, since he stepped on the scene from Bellator into the UFC, has been a few. This guy is either going to kill or be killed, as they say in this sport. Now, is his fight IQ, which you can, you know, determine, you know, whether or not is the issue or whether or not he just doesn't care that it's an issue. Is it where you want to be where there's some fights where he could have won? Maybe if he would have stuck to his wrestling base, maybe if he wouldn't have engaged, maybe if he would have done things a little bit less recklessly at the end of round one, let's say most recently or in round three in the way that he tried to take down Dustin Poirier because he had to get the the big slam because he's got to get the big moments. Yeah, there's some of that. But then we complain in this sport, whether it be, you know, Izzy, or it's Kamaru Khan, or you could go to whoever you want, any really wrestler-based, you know, ground-and-pound guys we've seen in this sport at a high level for the last couple of decades. Any of these guys, we sit there and they say, why isn't it more exciting? We want you to go for a finish. I don't want you to win decisions. When John Jones started winning decisions, it wasn't good enough anymore. We didn't care about the win streak. People were rooting for it to end because this dude wasn't finishing guys anymore, and nobody wants to see you go ahead, no offense, cover the kids, and dry hump, you know, around the octagon for five rounds. Nobody wants to see that. So which one is it? Because Chandler bringing you fireworks, he bringing you everything you want, all the energy, and all of that, I could get knocked out or knock a dude out, and this guy faced everybody. Not yet, when his record, not very good. Was it two and three? Right? Beat Dan Hooker, kicked with the Tony Ferguson fight, which was fantastic. But Tony way past his prime, clearly. Here an expiration date, clearly. And by the way, look, love Tony Ferguson, who doesn't. But thank God it ended up being, as we heard afterward, that you know Tony Ferguson was more just kind of pumping himself, trying to put himself into this, than it was a reality because it didn't make any sense to me other than the fact that that would be the easiest fight that Conor McGregor could take. Tony Ferguson and Conor McGregor are going to be more entertaining in a tough season. Yeah, because he's going to talk more shit than Michael Chandler is going to and get under the skin of McGregor more than Chandler, who I think will come off to McGregor to be some goody two-shoes nerd, and that will get under his skin for a different reason. But that fight wasn't going to be a fight. I mean, Nate just took out Tony in, in what, like seven minutes notice when he didn't get the Chimaya fight? I mean, how many months ago was that? And Nate passed his prime. Love him. So that wasn't going to be a fight other than, hey, hey we're feeding Connor somebody easy to try and get him back to get a title shot to sell a big pay-per-view. And you could have maybe used it to do that. Maybe he you know, beats Ferguson in you know, some exciting fashion. But I got news for you. Michael Chandler, a dangerous fight for Conor McGregor. Now, Michael Chandler going to stand there with Conor McGregor, which is what Conor wants and what Conor needs. Michael Chandler not going to sit there and be trying to beat Conor's legs up like we've seen people doing in the past with kicks, even though he might use some. Michael Chandler 
can wrestle, but he is going to get too stuck in the mind of, I got a battle, and Conor McGregor going to drag you into a war. And you know that. McGregor got a chance to beat Michael Chandler, but there's a chance he gets his block knocked off, too. That's what makes this fight so exciting at the end of it. Look, tough. We've seen, like, I enjoyed the McGregor uh, Faber season years ago. They were never going to fight. And I know, you know, Uriah was pushing for that. And Connor he seemed to be willing to do it. But even Dana, almost to, you know, like if I wanted to, you know, go and, you know, fight Shaq, I don't think anyone wants to see that, right? Unless you want to just watch your train wreck. So, you know, even Dana was, you know, almost like patting Uriah on the head, like, no, we're not doing that, right? But even that was an exciting season. And you could you could build television off this, but if you ain't bringing the drama of the fight at the end, it's not the same. That's why, like the Cody TJ season, some of these that we've seen where there's been bad, bad blood, Bisbing and Hendo, and some of these others, they're the exciting one because you know these two are going to get into it. We watch them. You're picking a side. Maybe you like more than you 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 at the end, and you did at the beginning, or he softened up on you, or, or you hate him even more, and you can't stand it. Go back to the Shamrock and Tito season where they you know, they played nice, and then eventually it was. You're watching Latrell Sprewell as a Nick. You know, he wasn't the guy who you know, choked Jay Carlissimo and all those nice years. And then eventually there he is giving Dolan the finger. I mean, it's, it's what's going to happen, right? So eventually, you know, these dudes going to go at it. I, I want to see that. Now, Michael Chandler not going to get dragged into that drama, you don't think, because he's going to be very respectful. And that's just kind of who he is. I think people think it's fake. It's more annoying, I think, to some people. It's not to me, but I think it is to some that he's that, that way. But I think he's just generally a guy who is, you know, you know, built like a brick shit house and certainly coming to play. He's got a tremendous power and will to fight. And even if he's not the greatest fighter in the world, and look, Poirier is a better fighter than him. And I think you knew going into that fight that unless Chandler was going to knock him out with one punch, which he had a chance to do in that first round, seemingly, where there's a headbutt or a punch that got him in that place. Then he was probably going to lose that fight. He's just not the same level of fighter. But Michael Chandler, one of the best in the world, that's a dude. Conor McGregor, still Conor McGregor. He's still going to draw. Conor McGregor getting to the octagon, and you got pins and needles sitting there edge of the couch. You can't miss it. You're out there at the sports bar. If you don't have it on TV, you can't get it on ESPN+. And you don't even want to watch it alone. you got to have drinks in you to go watch that. you got to be there for a scene. I was out at a bar on the road in somewhere in Arizona doing spring training when McGregor lost to Nate Diaz and the scenes were crazy. And it was in a sports bar like in Scottsdale. Like I'm telling you, you're like in the veins when you're talking about Conor McGregor. I don't care if you hate the guy or not. That's what, you know, I was told many, many years ago when I started getting into this industry and broadcasting, the people who are in it to win it, they feel something. They love you. They hate you. I don't care what talk show it is. You got half the people can't stand one guy, like the other guy better, like both guys, hate the solo, wish they had a tank. They're in it to win it because they feel something. If you ain't moving the needle and nobody cares, they ain't watching. Conor McGregor moving the needle. Michael Chandler's ability to fight moves the needle. Those two together... Get me and sign me up and inject all this into my veins for season 31 of Tough, which is coming up here. I guess they're uh, eventually filming, I'm sure, way sooner, but it's going to, I think, air at, what a day, at the end of May some point, right? Through August. This is going to be a point with you. I think it's going to do great numbers on ESPN. I know they're trying to push everybody to plus, but I think ESPN's numbers are going to be, who's not watching Conor McGregor? Talk. Who's not watching? And Conor McGregor knows he's been off the face of the earth. Conor McGregor knows this is a chance after all the bad things have been written and all the things going on off the uh, octagon court ice field, all the things that have gone on with the losses. Second one, okay, the but was he going to win that fight? I don't think he was. 
Honestly, I don't think he beats Dustin. I think Dustin had a better point in his career. Now, Connor, you know, back when he fought Jose Aldo, you know, and Dustin now, well, maybe, right? If they were the same way, maybe. But I don't think now, I think Poirier is a better fighter than I think he's evolved to be a better fighter now than McGregor is at this point, where he's off doing movies and, you know, fighting once every couple of years and all this other stuff. I mean, the guy looks jacked out of his mind. The thing that, that I want to know, and this was not announced, is what weight class this is going to be at. It's got to be 170 at welterweight. It can't be at 155. Anybody who's seen Conor McGregor walking around or any of these videos he's got posted on social, he's he's mammoth. I mean, clearly, out of the USADA pool, he's gotten in the pool of steroids or whatever he's needed to do. Sorry, not sorry. I don't cover the sport, so I don't got to be nice to you. I can tell you the, the reality we all understand, right? I mean, they got some coup going right now where you could dip out of the pool, come back quicker from energy uh, injuries and, and steroids and bounce back in. Imagine there was a USADA pool for Ken Griffey Jr. He'd be anointed as the best player ever. The only thing that ever kept him from being that officially to me was injuries and age, like most people have, right? They, we weren't going to see Roger Clemens in his late 30s the way we saw him, Toronto and forward. Sorry. You know, hey. Right? No, no, you saw the testing pool there. They got it here. Now, how Connor going to get down to 155? No way. But Chandler don't care. He wants the payday. He wants the big fight. He knows after what happened with Poirier. He knows going two and three in, in five. You know, you're talking about even if Chandler beats Connor McGregor, which I think he's got a chance to do, by the way. But even if he beats Connor McGregor here, where's he going? He already fought Oliveri. He's already there's a great fight. It's a Gaethje, great fight. Poirier, great fight. Who's who's he gonna fight? Benil Dariush. I mean, you know, depending upon where he is in the division, who's he gonna fight? You're not fighting. You're not fighting Islam if you still got the title. Who's he fighting? And even if Volt were to somehow pull it off, you're not gonna fight him either. This is biggest fight Chandler ever gonna have. To be honest with you, the best thing that could possibly happen for Michael Chandler in his career is that he and McGregor build this season up. He, and I'm sure his PR team and people behind him are going to tell him to do this, invest a little bit more than Michael Chandler wants to. Michael Chandler, like a St. Louis Cardinal fan. Like, I remember covering the Red Sox Cardinals, got out of there after the World Series, and you got people, like, applauding Cardinal fans, like, like you know, giving credit to the Red Sox fan. There's no way in hell you'd see that shit in the Northeast where I'm from. No way, right? That's Chandler. He got to get out of that a little bit because if he could use this season and this time on TV to really get McGregor to hate him and really push McGregor's buttons, which will up the draw of the fight, which will up the money and pay-per-views in the fight, which will up the money and views and ratings into the season because all it takes is people to watch CEO episode one and stuff goes viral and all of a sudden they're watching that shit on ESPN Plus and going into ESPN. Now you build those ratings up, make it a high-rated show, right? You do all that. Best thing that can happen for Michael Chandler is just don't get knocked out in 13 seconds like Aldo. Make it a good fight. Win or lose, you might get McGregor again. Win, you'd be happy to give McGregor a fight again just for the money. Then who else is McGregor going to fight if he doesn't beat you? No one. So he needs you. That's the best case scenario for me for Michael Chandler is this is two fights for him. McGregor beats Chandler. He's not going to fight him again. He's going to move on, try and go get a title shot. And I think based on what we all know from the UFC, I don't care if it's Islam, who certainly, you think there's drama there? You know, Khabib's, you know, you, uh, you know, Padawan, if you will, to the Jedi that beat Connor. You don't, you don't think Khabib goes back in the corner for Islam against a Connor fight? And we got that whole lead up? Give me all that. Inject that in my veins for six months in a lead up. Connor getting Islam, I think he'll beat Volk, and I love Volkanovsky. But Connor getting Islam if he wins this fight. 
And look, I don't think anybody else right now beating Islam. I don't think Connor would either, by the way. But that's a hell of a fight to sell. He, but if Chandler wins, he should just fight McGregor again. He's not getting a title shot. He should go for the money. Think if you're Chandler, you want two fights here. Maybe that's the end of your career. Maybe you build something. Maybe you win one, lose one, and you could you know, build some new trilogy like Nate had because Chandler is a fireworks fight. McGregor is a fireworks fight. This is a fireworks show. And if you're an MMA fan, man, I saw this. I got jacked up. I'm like, I'm going live right away. You got to be pumped up. What are your thoughts on McGregor Chandler? Who's going to win? Are you watching? I haven't watched Tough in years. There is no chance I'm missing a minute of this. Are you as excited if you're a UFC MMA fan as I am and a diehard as I am for all these years? Are you as excited as I am for Tough 31, McGregor Chandler? Oh, baby. Number 155 in the books, a brief one live. This is always as unfiltered and as always we are brought to you and presented by our good friends at Ben Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.